Embedded in the screen industry for years, Wadi Wadi woman Gillian Moody keeps compelling focus on First Nation stories. Co-directing together with Wanarua man Adrian Russell Wills, Kindred will be making its world premiere as part of the 2023 Sydney Film Festival. Gillian Moody, thank you so much and welcome to the Foyer Reference Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, first off, congratulations. It's a great film. It'll be really exciting to see the reception to it. Um, it'll be great to know, especially um, in the documentary, you both talk about how you've known each other for years and you've been such great friends. So has mm. it been you've always talked about it, you finally did it? Or like, how did we say this is it, we're doing it? Yeah, I mean, a bit of both, I suppose. Like we, it is something that we've talked about for years. We've been friends now for 25 years. Um, and, you know, there's also, we have a really great, both of us have a really wonderful and close relationship with my cousin brother, Lee, as well, yeah. who, um, you know, who we all sort of share the same experiences. So mm-hmm. at some point I think we we always imagined that we would make a film about our stories in some way. Um, but I'm, I, I suppose, suppose the why and now became this has been a four-year journey I will say that um because of COVID because of various other things you know family and and just life getting in there and being a part of you know just living the experience as we're making it mm-hmm. um so four years ago I suppose we kind of thought now might be a good time for us to start making this film because yeah. For me, I felt it was really important that I made this film while my both my mothers were with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very concerned that that I, you know, could lose them because they're both yeah. sort of at various ages where where that is a reality. Yeah. And so I was very, very much, you know, about I, if I'm going to make this film, then I have to make it now while they're here. I don't want to make this film without them being here. So I suppose four years ago, that sort of, for me, was definitely the reason why I kind of felt like it was important to start thinking about this, but also in Adrian's family as well, like, um, you know, the experience of loss in 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 that family as well sort of made us made him sort of really aware and think, you know, yes, we need to, we need to tell these stories. Um, We'd also over the years had lots of people that when we meet people, it's a topic that comes up, I suppose, just naturally in some ways, because, you know, when you're with mob as well, or, or even just introducing ourselves um, through a non-Indigenous sort of space, you know, I, we often um, introduce ourselves by identifying who we are and Mm -hmm. who our mob is. And so part of that for me, um, is the fact that I'm adopted and that I grew up with an adopted family. And so, you know, once once you mention those sort of things, people are like, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's really interesting. Tell us more. So, you know, when and then when you start telling those stories, then people would always say to us, oh, you need to make a film about this. <laughs> so here we are, you know, four years down the track after sort of um, sort of really sort of seriously thinking about it I suppose mm-hmm. and we've ended up with this beautiful film Kindred. Yeah it's definitely more um personal and, and more exciting than an FAQ page on a website <laughs> having yeah. a documentary film covering those sorts of stories and um I think being in this country I'm I'm Tongan um yeah. But even just how uncomfortable non-Indigenous people are talking about the Indigenous history of this country and the not-so-great parts of history for our First Nations people. Um, Something that I wanted to know in, you know, making this film, 
were you both conscious of that uncomfortability and did that kind of influence how or was it this is the story meet us here uh no we were we were definitely conscious of it and and I suppose one of the reasons as well why we decided to make it was because the history in this country is has often been talking about stolen generation stories. And so I feel like we've always felt that the country really does have an understanding of, of um, those experiences and traumatic experiences for so many people. Yep. And even in our own families, you know, there are examples of that. But we all but we also felt like people hadn't yet talked about the next sort of stage, which mm-hmm. was were the which was the era that we were born in in the 70s where people were the policies and everything had changed and so um, adoption had become more prevalent I suppose yeah. um, and there are different reasons for the, for adoption happening um, and I don't want to give away too much because it's actually talked about in the film in some ways about you know our own personal experiences and how we came to be adopted as well yeah. so um, but we've really felt like it, it people needed to understand that um, there are different levels to um, why we grow up away from country and away from kin. And so it was really important for us to sort of give um, our examples of those experiences. You know, we start the film with a with a uh, acknowledgement that it, this is just, this is our experience and that there are so many other experiences as well. Yeah. Um, as a part of the, lineup as well we also um were able to interview for the last daughter which kind of in the in the in a niche sort of topic but even then they're both very different these films are both very different and it's worth to give the time and the space to go through every story that's right yeah Yeah. I think I mean that's in some ways that's it's really great that there are two very different stories that are you know, tackle almost mm. a similar subject. You know, yeah. that are that is a part of Sydney Film Festival, and I'd really encourage everyone to to go and experience and see both of those films in many ways because you are, you know, it does exactly what we're saying. We we only represent two, you know, Adrian's and my experiences, yeah. and yet there are so many other people that have these these experiences or similar out there as well. And even between the two of you. Um... This is more of like a creative process sort of question. Yeah. But in the, I guess, the editing and the final cut, because they all seem to weave together, even though you obviously had two different lives, how was that process of choosing when to cut back and forth between the two of you? Oh, look, you know, we, we have to give huge credit to our editor, Lindy Harrison. She, you know, she just sat with all of the material. When we, after we sort of finished, we finally sort of went, right, that's it, end of shoot, yeah. nothing more now. You know, Lindy was sent all of the, all of the material and she mm-hmm. spent many hours going through it all. And we actually had to sort of step away from it for a while mm-hmm. because it was just too, too fresh, too emotional, too too heavy in a way, yeah. and so we needed to have that little bit of separation. We'd had lots of conversations with Lindy 
um, in our development stage and in our pre sort of before we went out and shot. So she was really aware of what the film was that we wanted to make. And so she then crafted that together and, and presented initially. I think we had something I was talking about this morning. I think we had about a, a three to four hour timeline for our original first cut of the film, oh. our assembly. <laughs> it's the Kendrick Cinematic Universe. That's right. It's a three-parter. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that just in itself was showed just how much or how worthy, how many worthy moments within mm. our stories and our lives that that could have potentially been on screen. But we weren't making a four-hour film. We were making a feature-length documentary. So we yeah. had to make some big decisions around what to cut. And so um, and so that's when, you know, once we had been presented with this assembly, then we worked really closely together with Lindy to sort of um, to bring that down and cut it back to what we are now we now see on the screen. Um, but also sort of what happened is like initially in the beginning, I talked about from the set from the beginning when we first set off to develop this was that there was three sort of storylines that we were telling. There was my story, there was Adrian's story, and then there was our story, which the our story is our friendship, but it's also our families and the fact that those are intertwined as well. Mm-hmm. And so Lindy did this beautiful, beautiful um, crafting to to cut that so that, um, as you mentioned, it's then really beautifully woven together. Yeah, there's times when we're sitting in each other's stories and we see the similarities, but we also can see the real differences between them. Mm-hmm. And then there's moments when our stories kind of cross over or meet and travel together. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, she's done an amazing job with all of that. And then, you know, coupled with our our sound design and then our our um, our original music as well. It's just beautiful, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's also important, you know, for people to know. And it's it was also good to know that this film was nurtured in love and there was a proper team and a family, you know, that went into pouring into this. And it is living and it is breathing just like our lives are. And it doesn't take like half a year to make a documentary film. Um, nice. So it's so important to highlight that as well. There was a moment that it made me chuckle where it was like between the two of you, just talking about your experiences growing up in school and I'm like <laughs> I was like oh they're very different like it's very much not the same um so that was that was quite a good key moment um that was there I don't um we don't have to talk into too much detail but there was something that I've never heard about before that was that you touched on in the documentary film about the booklet yeah yeah I think um I think that was unique to the adoption agency that mum and dad went through mm-hmm. um, because, as I said in the film, you know, I have a sister who's two years older than me who's adopted as well and she had that book as well, mm-hmm. um, whereas, you know, other people that I've known who have been adopted don't seem to have anything like that and didn't seem to get any information. But it's one of those treasured items for me. Like it's, you know, I still have it. <laughs> I still sometimes pull it out and have a look at it. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, it's it's a very special item, and it was the it was one of the things I suppose that confirmed for me, in some ways, that um, that my adoption was a decision that was made in some in in some sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely understand. Um, before I come to the uh, last question, 
Um, yeah. Before the last question, I, I just want to quickly um, just touch on rest of love and peace and power to Albert Hartnett. Um, the documentary kind of wraps up in, I guess, the love through grief, because that's yeah. how you get through a lot yeah. of, you know, those sorts of moments. And I just wanted yeah. to, you don't need to comment on it. You can, if you want, but I just wanted to commend you guys on how the film was made and how it ended in such a beautiful Way. Yeah, I think um, I think that's one of the things. You know, we 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 wanted to make a film that spoke of love, but also didn't shy away from those really hard topics and those those moments in life where of which is loss. You know, both but every family has loss in it. Mm-hmm. Every family is in deal is dealing with um, you know, the 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 possible loss of people as well, mm-hmm. and so. Really, we wanted to have a create a film. For me, it was a love story. Um, I wanted to really create a love story and um, and show just what that means to me in my life to have had those people in my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah, um, in Tonga and Stokoni, like you come together and you just yeah. love on each other. It's a beautiful. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, so just to finish, we usually finish our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you uh, combine with Kindred as a double feature? Um, oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> as a double feature. That's an interesting one. I mean, yeah. look, we reference Fringe Dwellers in the film. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would almost say, like, for both of us, um, it's a, it's it's a really important film in in the sense of of us being introduced to seeing indigenous people on screen yeah. and so i suppose for me i'd i'd recommend that one in some ways mm-hmm. because it it is a snapshot of a time and a place where aboriginal people were starting to live mm-hmm. and be you know brought into the fringes of that white world, you know. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'd say that one could be a really beautiful one. It's a drama, so it's a bit different to a documentary, but maybe that one would be a good one to pair it with. Yeah, tonally it definitely makes a lot of sense and we throw this to a lot of our um, filmmakers and creators um, and it's always it's always great to hear the response um, out of the as well. But thank you so much, Malo Aupito Aupito, Jill, for your time. Um, congratulations on the film again and can't wait to hear all about it at Sydney Film Festival too. Yeah, thank you. And I know Adrian would have loved to have been here for this chat, but he's currently up directing, being the amazing director that he is, and he's up directing on some TV drama at the moment. I love um, the way but... you're bigging each other up. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just natural. It's how we live. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Though. Thank you. <laughs> Come